Haas Outdoors. We'll be right back after this wonderful message. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hello, Montana. This is Charles Hawes with Hawes Outdoors, bringing you the sweet smelling news of the outdoors. There's a joke I like to pull. When I'm out fishing and I see other people catching fish, or if I catch one, and if there's a woman nearby, I would say, Well, that's a pretty female fish. And, of course, chances are someone's going to say, there's only that one person that would ask, well, how do you know it's a female fish? And I said, well, you got to look at the features of it. You see how the, the features are? He said, what features? Its mouth is open. Now, some of you probably get slapped over a joke like that, but I think it's pretty funny. That was something I made up one day, and I kept it with me ever since. You know, the deadline for the paddle fish was last month. I'm just curious, how many of you got jawed to go paddle fishing this year? Send me an email and let me know. I will get my email out towards the end of the show. Well, if the weather cooperates, fishing will start up here pretty soon. Now, I know some of you like to be really creative on what kind of baits to use, but I'm going to give you some ideas on different type of baits to use for certain fish. Now, making your own baits, you can have the ingredients laying around your house without even knowing about it. Say, like if you've got an old box of Wheaties. It doesn't have any sugar in it, and most kids won't even touch it. Now, the Wheaties make a really good carp bait. What you do is you take the box of Wheaties fishing with you, get your hook about a size 6 or size 4, rigged up with a split shot sinker and a slip sinker. Use the split shot sinker to stop the uh, slip sinker about 12 inches from your hook. Get your small handful of Wheaties, dampen the Wheaties in your hand until it becomes into a dough ball. Insert your hook in the middle of it and press really hard together, hiding the hook inside the dough. This will stay on your line only for one cast. You will need to put Wheaties on your hook. This will weaken it and when you cast your line out in the water, the bait will come off your hook and just fall to pieces. Another carp bait does a lot of good is the dough from the old biscuit cans you get in the store. Get the one that has the butter flavored. Be sure to take a small coral with you to keep the dough nice and cool. What you do is you make a little ball and insert your hook in it. Don't make the balls too big, about the size of a quarter or smaller will do just fine. Now for some of you catfishermen, Bucket Steaks does a real good job catching catfish. Channel Cat just loves this one. You cut the steaks in the size that you want to use for the bait. It's really tough, so it's hard to sling off. You don't need to add any flavor or anything like that. Just stick it on your hook and toss her. Another little bait that works really good is called Cherry Chicken. You will need cherry flavored jello, the powdered kind, a couple pieces of boneless chicken breast, and a little small container. Cut the chicken breast in chunks the size you need. Spread them out in the container. Pour the whole box of powdered jello in the container on top of the chicken meat. Add some water, just enough to cover the chicken. Shake the container a couple of times and let it set overnight. Here's another little bait to use for catfish called a Jug Davis Stink Bait. Melt one pound of cheese in the microwave for about a minute. Chop six to eight ounces of raw pork, perch, suckers, anything you want to use that's called a stink bait or even all the combination above. 
Chop one head of garlic and add garlic sauce. Mix in one can of dog food. Add one dozen minnows, enough flour to give it a doughy concentration. Mix all of it in food processor and then quickly clean it up before your wife catches you. This bait here can be used on a travel hook, but also you can use an old pair of pantyhose. So if your wife and girlfriend has some old ones they want to get rid of, that's a good one to use. What you do is you cut them in small pieces, distant enough to wrap around the bait and tie one end of it to your hook. This will keep the bait on your hook firmly. We'll be right back after this wonderful message. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Haas Outdoors. This is Charles Haas. Experimental making your own baits. It can be fun and enjoying. It's even more enjoyable when you catch fish on them. Let me know if you catch any fish on some homemade baits. I'll give you my email address towards the end of the show. Tomorrow is part two on making your own baits. Oh, it's time for the news again. Montana State Parks announced it that the Smith River State Park and the River Corridor is now open to the public once again. On April the 3rd, the river access was closed due to ice jams. The warmer weather has mounted ice jams. Montana Fish, Wildlife and Parks is proposing a recreation and management plan and administration rules for the Madison River. The proposal is set to be present at the next meeting of the Fish and Wildlife Commission, the first step to addressing increasing concerns about crowding and social conflicts on the river. At its April 19th meeting, the Commission will not be able to decide the proposal whether or not allow the Department to seek public input on the proposal as a start of the process. The proposals are establishing a cap on the number of commercial outfitters at the, at the 2016 through 17 level use, designating one reach of the river every day for non-commercial use, prohibiting any commercial use from Great Cliff Fishing Access to the Jefferson River to preserve a primitive nature of unique reach, prohibiting use of any vehicle or float tube to gain access for angling in the two-walk wade section to eliminate conflicts between boaters and wade anglers, prohibiting the use of glass containers on the river. If you're with an outdoor organization like to share some news, or have a hunting and fishing store like to share, please email me at hawesod at gmail.com. Well, that's all the time we have, folks. Thank you for listening in. This is Charles Hawes with Hawes Outdoors. Keep safe and keep dry. Hunting is conservation. At the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, we salute hunters for providing the majority of conservation funding across the U.S. Join us for our annual fundraising banquet to benefit wildlife in the mission of the RMEF. 